And we're back. It's 11.05 on TSN 690. All right. Unrestricted free agency opens up on Sunday. And uh, we've been hearing for the longest time that the Montreal Canadiens, chances of them landing the top players, not very good because Montreal is taxed at like 53% or something like that. And the player is going to bring home a lot more money if the player ends up signing with Nashville or ends up signing with Florida or ends up signing with Dallas, just to name a few. So here to talk to us about it is Ernie Furt from Full Orlando. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. How are you doing today? Very, very well. Are, are we on right now live at Full Orlando? Is, is everyone listening right now? Are the radios on? I certainly on? hope so. Yeah? The whole staff is... Everybody is taking the time and they've not all doing stopped, any work. They've all stopped doing they what they're doing. They're all listening. That's they're good. all listening. You want to say hello to them? Uh, well, hello, everybody at Full right. Orlando. Hope everything is good. All right. Okay, so... By the way, I uh, and I asked Ernie before we went on air, I said, would you be open to taking phone calls? And he said, certainly. So... If you want to weigh in and ask a question at 514-790-1690, you can do so because there's only so many questions I can. And, and look, I have to be honest, when it comes to accounting and, 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 and all that stuff, I'm not very good at this, all right? So, John Tavares, he met with six teams. He said no to Montreal. He didn't even want a meeting. A lot of people are wondering if the money is the reason why he said no to Montreal. Let's go with the figure of about $12 million, okay? Let's just say John Tavares can end up signing for $12 million. There's New York, there's Toronto, there's Tampa Bay, there's Dallas, there's San Jose, and there's Boston. And let's even look at the Canadians, even though they're not there. With $12 million, I would imagine that the team that he'd bring home the most money with would be Dallas, correct? And Florida. Or Tampa. Tampa. Dallas and Tampa, correct. Dallas and Tampa would be pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing? Yeah. W- what's the tax bracket like in Dallas? And what's well, you're like looking at 41%. 41%. If you're looking at 41 on a marginal, 41.6, because there's no state tax. So there's just U.S. federal tax. Okay. That goes on the assumption that he is a resident in that state. This could all be blown away real easy if he decides to become resident of Ontario. Then he's paying Ontario tax, regardless, at the end of the day. Because it all depends for if, if where you're resident, which is where you pay your taxes at the end of the day. Okay, but uh, so I got something here. A Canadian who plays for an American team. Correct. And I encourage you all, by the way, who read The Athletic, and if you're a subscriber, um, Marc-Antoine Godin had a real good piece on this a couple of days ago. And uh, if you're not, maybe you might want to consider being a subscriber. And it says in the piece, a Canadian who plays for an American team, for example, so let's just say John Tavares is a Canadian. Yep. He's an Ontario kid. He plays for an American team. If he spends the majority of his time in the United States, he can, at that point, declare that he's not a Canadian, a Canadian resident. Correct. Partially correct, because you have to take a look at, at at the ensemble of the facts. Okay, he can spend a lot of time in the States, but still remain resident in Canada. He can be resident in both spots, too. But what if you want to cut your residential ties with Ontario or Quebec, what you have to do is kind of sell everything that you own, or you're, you're deemed to sell everything you own, and then you can become a U.S. resident mm-hmm. and, and work solely for a U.S. team and be based out of the U.S. and live in any city you choose. If you're a Canadian resident, but you're now playing in the States, right? 
Do you have to file income taxes with both? Yes, you do. Canada and the States. Yeah, you're going to file a non-resident return in the States. Okay. And the state returns, wherever wherever you play pretty much has a state return, so you're going to have small allocations between each state. Okay, so hold on a second here, if we can. Does that mean that if John Tavares plays with the Islanders, yep. when they play in Nashville, and when they play in Boston, and when they play in Chicago, and Pittsburgh, he has and to file a tax return for every single state that he played in every single state and sometimes even cities in, in in for pittsburgh there's a city return and i believe philadelphia also has a city return so theoretically they have to do all these returns okay but at the end of the day mm-hmm. if he's still resident in ontario he is going to be ending up paying 53.26 percent tax regardless of which team he plays for in the u.s okay, even if so, it's dallas okay so it's advantageous for him at that point to say that he's no longer a canadian resident yeah but it depends because now He's not he's not a young kid anymore, okay? He's a free agent. Okay. But he's well, accumulated wealth. He'll turn 28 in September. Yeah, but he's okay. still accumulated wealth over the past, uh, you know, six, seven years. Yeah. Ever since the draft in Montreal, okay. he's been playing with the Islanders. Yes. So when you accumulate that wealth, it's sitting somewhere. It's sitting in some investments that he has. Mm-hmm. So what he has to do is he has to decide to say, okay, I'm going to become now a U.S. resident. He gets and, and he has to dispose or deem dispose everything that he owns. So in other words, let's say he bought securities and he bought and, and he was a good investor and he bought securities for a million dollars or mm-hmm. two million dollars that are now worth 10. So before he leaves Canada, he has to pay tax on the difference, which is between 10 and two, which is eight million dollars. He pays the tax at 53 points. Well, actually capital gain. So be half of that. Okay, I see. And then he can start again in the U.S. Okay. RCA. Talk to me about RCA. It's a nice television set. They used to have one years ago. <laughs> Samsung and Sony are better now. I was yes. going to say they signed uh, Elvis, RCA. <laughs> the, way, the way RCA works for a player is that they put probably half their money in a trust, correct? Yeah. It's kind of like putting your money in an RSP type well, of thing. Well, you could put more of it in there, and you can you, you can do some you can do some deferrals in there. RCA is not something that I work with very often. Okay, you know, so it's it, it's a deferral vehicle, and and it's and it's there for people. They can use it, get a deduction. Because this is what Canadian teams are saying nowadays. Yes. They're saying that it's not a big disadvantage because if the player wants, the player can place half of his salary in a trust. That amount is not going to be taxed in Ontario or in Quebec, and but you don't have access to it. Correct. Until you've stopped playing. Correct. So then, so let's just say Tavares signs in Toronto. Okay, he puts half of his money into an RCA. Mm-hmm. He plays out the next seven years in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He retires after that. Mm-hmm. Once he retires. He goes back and he tries to pull out half the money that he put into that RCA. Well, if he pulls that money out at that point in time, he's going to be taxed then. He's going to be taxed less with an RCA. According to what I read, he can withdraw the money and pay a one-time tax on it at 25%. That's a withholding tax. Correct. Okay. 25% is generally a withholding tax. The question is, where is he? There's a lot of facts that you need to take a look at this at at, at any kind of pension plan for, for, for an athlete or anyone. Okay. For that matter, because you know people can put RSPs. Your, your limits on RSPs are not that high. Your your limit on RSP is twenty eight, twenty nine grand. Mm-hmm. So that's really nothing. It's a spit in the bucket. Mm-hmm. 
but you can accumulate that. And if you stay here, you're going to pay tax at 50% when you withdraw it, assuming your income level doesn't, doesn't decrease. But if you go down to the States or another country, you can actually pay uh, 25% just by straight up withdrawal for the whole thing. Or you can pay even 15% later on when you retire. Back to Tavares asking, let's just say getting $12 million, Okay. All right. Would you have some numbers there as to I ha- how I have much money numbers. he would bring home uh, depending on which team he goes let's, to? Let's go to the biggest differential. Okay. Okay. The biggest differential is the, uh, the, the worst place to play. Where do you think that worst place to play is? Out of the teams that are in contention for John Tavares right now? Yeah. I would say Toronto. That is incorrect. Okay. It's California. California. It's the Sharks. Okay. Okay. All right. Because he's netting on the twelve million, five million five forty five. In Toronto, he's he he's gonna be netting five million six. Uh-huh. All of US dollars. I was close. It was close. Yeah. Uh, it was close. But the best place for him to play would be Florida and Texas because they have no state tax. So he's netting seven uh, seven million six over there. Two million dollars more. It's not quite two million dollars. Well, yeah, between it's it's one point five between Texas and California, and between let, let's say Quebec, Ontario, it's practically the same. There's a twenty thousand, twenty seven thousand dollar difference. Okay, between Quebec and Ontario. Okay, pardon me. Did you not say that uh, twelve million? If uh, he goes to the Leafs, he's netting five six. He 5. is 6? netting uh, for for the Leafs. He's netting uh, five six. Correct. Five five point six. Right. And if he goes once again to Tampa Bay, or he goes to Dallas, did you not say he's netting 7.6? No, 7 million. Oh, 7 million. Okay. 7 million. 7 million. Okay. A million and so a half difference. Yeah, a million, million, four million, five difference. Okay. So so you, let's double that difference. Okay. okay. A little bit more. So 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 say it's 3 million, 3 million one for him to break even. So the, the so a team like the Canadians or the Leafs, mm-hmm. if they want to equalize what he would get in a Dallas or or in a Tampa, would have to give him per year more $3.1 million. million more per year. Wow. 3.1, and and that goes against the cap. So that's that's a big chunk of change. But not everybody can play for Dallas, and not everybody can play for a Florida-based team. Wow. And now you multiply that by seven years. Yeah. That's uh, $21 million. It's a lot of money. So so this whole RCA thing, that that you can, uh, just very quickly, that, there's there's a, a, a tax as well. You're deferring the tax, basically. You're deferring the tax, yes. Okay, all right. And it's grow, it's growing on a tax-deferred basis as well. Okay. So your money is sitting in a pension plan, which is also growing. And it's not being taxed while it's in the plan. It's uh, 1116 on TSN 690. I'm going to find out. We're going to ask if there's other ways around this for the Canadians. And what are some of the things the Canadians could probably present to unrestricted free agents that... You know, can limit the damage. We'll do that. We come back with Ernie Furt of Full Orlando. Welcome back, Marinero. It's eleven nineteen on TSN six ninety, along with uh, John Still and Master Control and uh, Alexander Cole helping us out with some research work. Ernie Furt of Full Orlando is here, and we're talking taxation with unrestricted free agency just a couple of days away. Uh, we are going to get to some of your tweets. We're going to get to some of your texts, and we're actually going to get to some of your calls as well at five one four seven nine zero one six nine zero because I spoke with Ernie, and he will welcome your calls. Um, I'm going to read something to you here okay, that I found um, yeah, coming from um, in Mark Antoine Gooding's piece in The Athletic that I talked about before. Signing bonuses. Yep. Because of the tax agreement between Canada mm-hmm. and the United States, a signing bonus is subject to a 15% tax in Canada 
And that amount can be deducted from the player's federal tax bill in the United States. So let's take an American resident who on July 1st lists Florida as his primary residence for tax purposes. Even if he's playing for the Canadians, as long as he receives the signing bonus while he's living in Florida, mm-hmm. he'll play, pay less Canadian tax on that amount. That is correct. So for the Canadians to try and circumvent I mean, have the, to be the, very- the disadvantages that they have here because of the tax or players, they should try and give a lot of money up front in signing bonuses or every year on July 1st. They should give some signing bonuses, but you have to be careful on the signing bonuses because sometimes it's a disguised salary and they know it. Okay. So you have to be careful and yes, give signing bonuses absolutely to, to you know, for Canadians, it doesn't work. Okay, for, for people who are resident in Canada. For people who are resident in the U.S., yes, it'll work. So you'll have a 15% withhold on that from from Canada. It's still fully declarable in the States, the full signing bonus, mm-hmm. and you get a foreign tax credit of the 15%. So that works well. Also, they shouldn't encourage their players to become resident of Quebec or resident of Ontario, depending on where you're looking at. So if an American player signs with the Canadians... Is he a U.S. resident or he a Canadian can, resident? He can be a U.S. resident. He can remain a U.S. resident. If we let, let's take a look at Max Pacioretty, who's an American. Yes. Okay. From Connecticut. From uh, yeah, uh, he is now, I believe, resident in Quebec because he's here all year round. Okay. Okay. If he were to remain American resident, but but can he, even though he plays for the Canadians, yeah. can he can say half of my games are in the United States? Well, it's not quite half. It's about sixty-five, thirty-five, more, okay. more or less. So plus, six- plus, if I go back to you know my 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 home in uh, Boca in the off season, he can he can say he's an American resident. Absolutely, he's, he's, he is anyway. If but- if his wife and family lived down in the states, wherever it is, yeah. okay, uh, then he can argue that he's an a, he's an American resident, as long as. Everything shows that way because all of a sudden you want to argue that you're an American resident and all your credit card bills and all your cell uh, cell phone bills and everything else shows that you're here all the time. Then what's the reality of it? Mm-hmm. So that way you could say you could save some money by living in Florida in the in the off season, having your main home down in Florida. Mm-hmm. And having like a small pied-à-terre here that you can live in while you're practicing in Brossard and playing in the, at the Bell Center. If the Canadians sign a UFA to $7 million a season, they have Paul Stashney $7 million or $8 million per season, they could give him $3 million on the cap and a $5 million bonus every July 1st. I mean, right? You mean a signing bonus on yeah, that? Yeah, they could do that. Well, I don't know where, he, I don't know where he's resident because don't forget he was born in Quebec. He's probably resident somewhere in the States because a lot, what a lot of players do is as they're progressing and as they see they have a future, they decide when they don't have any income or not income, if they don't have any investments, they don't have any assets, that's the good time to decide that you want to leave Canada and become a U.S. person if it's, if, if it's available to you. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have this big disposition like we talked before with $10 million of, uh, of, of, uh, of securities that you bought for $2 million. Are there things that one can deduct in Canada, a player, an athlete, that they can't deduct in the States? No. Nothing. 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 Because there were, there was people tried to deduct their agent fees. You can't deduct agent fees. So whatever you pay the agent, that's very nice. You can't deduct it here. 
There was a case with Nikolai Habibulin. He tried personal, to do that. Personal trainer? No, because he's an employee. Jim? No. No. He's just like, he, you're an employee, he's an employee. He can't deduct things of that nature. And what you're talking about is small potatoes at the end of the day, a gym membership. Well, that I know. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, the Canadians will provide everything for him to play. They'll have the, the gyms in, in, in both locations. They'll get access all over the place. And, and they really don't need that. There's not much that they can do. There's not much that's deductible. The States is a little, you can deduct a little bit more, but they're limiting things down in the States too. Let's just say you're Mark Bergevin. I'm Paul Stashney. I'm talking to you. It's Sunday. We're talking. Try and sway me to Montreal and use whatever you can. Because based on what we've heard here, there's not much you can do in terms of me bringing home. But it's not only tax. It's it's lifestyle. It's media attention here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, people at that level of money, you know, they're not looking necessarily at, at the dollars they're looking at okay can i go out for supper with my wife and family and not be disturbed and the answer is probably no the answer here is probably no probably no okay can i can i look outside and see the sun eight months a year the answer is no that's correct so we are disadvantaged at that uh, you know to that extent can my kids go to the beach the answer is no they can by plane by plane can i put my kids in an english school it's harder, but it's doable. It's doable, but um, but harder. Yeah. So what are we uh, what are we doing here? We have to tell the people to not become resident of Quebec, at least to mitigate the amount of tax that they would owe. Mm-hmm. So that you know, don't encourage your players to become resident of uh, of Quebec. Encourage them to be here during the, during the regular season, but as soon as the, the season's done, hopefully that would be June. Uh, then they would go. Home and once again, what do they save? They just they they file their taxes, but they got to file in both places. They have said. to file in both places, but they're they're only paying. What do they end up getting? Like some kind of average in between the two type of. It's thing, about sixty five percent taxable in Canada, and and thirty five percent that's not taxable in Canada. Okay, so they would save on that. So so if you are in Florida, and what we're talking about is um, basically twelve percent. Twelve percent. Let's let's use a ten million dollar contract. Okay. 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 So three point five million would be only taxable in the states. Okay. So we're saving uh, we're saving twelve percent of three point five million, three hundred fifty. Let's say four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Is that enough? Is that enough to influence these guys to to do all this and, and 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 have the inconvenience of having their family outside of Montreal? Maybe not. Let's open it up to the listeners at 514-790-1690. I'll get to your text messages as well, but let's open up to the phone lines at 514-790-1690. When we come back, we're going to take your calls all on taxation with Ernie Furt of Fuller Lando. I asked my questions. It's now time for you guys or girls to ask yours. And we're back. It's 1134 on TSN 690. We're talking taxation with Ernie Furt of Fuller Lando and uh, Sunday is July 1st, an unrestricted free agency, and John Tavares is deciding which team he's going to go to. And in case you missed it, we asked Ernie before, if John Tavares, if teams are prepared to give John Tavares $12 million per year, 
out of all the teams that he and his agent met with, he's taking home the most money where? And um, you said he's taking home the most money? With Tampa. With Tampa. Or with Dallas. Tampa Bay would be? Would be uh, net seven, uh, $7 million, let's Se- say. $7 million. $7 million. And Dallas? Same. Same thing. Same thing. Florida and Texas? No state tax, that's why. No state tax. And other teams? You have that amount? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Go through them. California? Yeah. Taking home the San least. San Jose? Uh, 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 yeah. So, so you're, you're taking home five million five. Five million five. Okay. Massachusetts? Boston. Boston. You're taking six million three. Okay. New York, not New York City, but the uh, but the Islanders again. Yeah. Okay. You're taking five million nine. If it was New York City, it would be more. It would be less. Sorry. Okay. Okay. And if he and if he's here in Toronto or Montreal, it would be about five million six. Oh. All in U.S. dollars. Five million six. All right. So the differential between the the biggest differential is about one one point five one one point four one point five million dollars, and as we said before, it's about three three point one million dollars to equalize. And if you're thinking that at least if you play in Canada, you have Medicare, and in the states you have to buy insurance because we discussed this off the air, as a matter of fact, just moments ago, you and Knuckles weighed in on the teams are covering it. So the teams are covering you and your family, just like every a lot of people have employer-sponsored healthcare programs. So a good, let's just say a very, very good health insurance in the States for a family of four would probably cost, I don't know, $1,000 a month. Giving probably. An example, that, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. $12,000, that's all covered by the teams in the States. Yeah. You, your wife, your kids, everybody. It's all covered. And you need to go see the doctor you're going tomorrow morning. Pretty much. You need the MRI, you got it this week. This week, you get it uh, this afternoon. This afternoon, it's phenomenal, you know. But there's the, the, but there's quality of life too. Okay, what's the quality of life? Montreal is a great city. I love this city. I've I've born here, live here, and want to stay here. And people have to understand and appreciate. But you're not a hockey player, though. I am not a hockey player. So when you go to the restaurant, I mean, even though a lot of people know you because you file their taxes and. For Orlando. And yeah, they don't, you, they don't you, bother me. Yeah. They don't bother me. You're a hockey player, though. They will. And you spend your offseason here, and you just miss the playoffs. No, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Remember uh, when the Canadians missed the playoffs that year with Guy Carboneau in the picture in the Journal yeah. de Montréal? Yeah. So you um, forget about the weather. There's no beach. Um, you're going to be bothered if you go to the restaurant. It's not a fun place to play if you lose. The taxes are very high. You're going to bring home less. School might be an issue. Um, Traffic in the roads we know are. So basically the only advantage is... Tradition. The tradition, the privilege of playing for the Montreal Canadiens and the other one being it's a fantastic place if you win. Oh, yeah. But they haven't won in 25 years. So chances of that happening... Since my daughter was born. My, my eldest daughter. Well, there's a text message coming in saying, based on everything I've heard, uh, you got to be pretty crazy to, to, to play here. Uh, Tony, how does the exchange rate affect the math since he gets to spend his money in Canadian? Okay. So, you're getting paid in U.S. dollars. Right. The U.S. dollar is worth, I don't know, bro, what is it, 35? Yeah, 130, 131, say. One, okay. I think what the texter's trying to say is, 
is the player playing here that's getting paid in U.S. dollars and spending his money here not actually making 30 cents on the dollar more? He is, but it's semantics at the end of the day. Why? Because because at, he's paying taxes on everything he's, he's buying. He's paying taxes on everything he's buying. He's paying GST, QST uh, uh, on everything he's buying. Never mind, it, never mind that. The cost of purchasing a car uh, is more because the exchange rate's already factored into all of this stuff. So, yeah, you're... you're, you're you save on housing. You can yes, absolutely, you can save on housing, and you can get beautiful houses here for a lot cheaper than it would cost you in in California, California or New York, Boston or Boston. So that's that's the advantage. That's an advantage. You save on housing. That's correct. And and if you're a Canadian resident, mm-hmm. okay, and a non-U.S. citizen, then when you sell that house, you have something called a principal residence exemption, where the thing is never taxable. Okay. So you could buy a house for $2 million, and all of a sudden the market goes crazy, and it's worth $5 million. And when you sell it, that $3 million gain is not taxable to you. If you're an American, yeah. you have tax. But if, on- you, if you buy a mansion, a hop, skip, and a jump from yeah. a Canadian's training facility for $2 million, and you can get one, I believe that's what Max Pacioretty sold his house for, for about $2 million. Chances are, if you're going to resell it, though, in that neck of the woods, you're probably not going to make big money on your house. It's not, you know, unless you buy your house in Westmount, chances are you're not making money when you sell it. And then you have to deal with the traffic in order to get the brassart to practice. Let's get to the phone calls. Bob is on line two. Peter in Park X is up next. Bob, good morning. Bob, good morning. How are uh, you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Just two quick questions. Sure, go sure. ahead and first talk to all, Ernie. Go ahead and talk to Ernie. I'll just sit I, back and Ernie, listen. First of all, mortgage money in the states for home is tax deductible. That That's is correct. Number one. N- number two, why wouldn't a player incorporate himself? Because you be can't. Hired as a corporation, as opposed to being hired as, as an employee. Because players are not allowed to incorporate themselves. It, 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 they would get uh, reamed by taxation if they tried to do that. It's just it doesn't work. It's not permitted. Okay. And, uh, and the third question is, isn't the government short-sighted? Because if, if you can't bring in skilled players, to, like, a, like the rappers, the revenue that the Ontario government is making from the, having sold out uh, arenas, as opposed to the loss of revenue that the Quebec government loses because the, the Bell Centre is, is half empty, or for the Alouettes. So, so isn't it penny wise and pound foolish, where in fact if they would give them tax breaks that the uh, Bell Center would be completely full, and therefore the revenue that they would get from the taxes of the purchases was more than offset what these guys would be paying in tax. You're only talking about 23, 24 players. Yeah, but it, I mean, but, probably you're talking you're talking about 15 players to probably make over a million dollars. Bob, but it's hard to quantify that because every time when everybody looks for government money uh, to build stadiums and stuff like that, they they do a lot of math, and at the end of the day, it doesn't pay necessarily. But if the stadiums are empty. If the stadiums are empty, what future revenue can they get to offset what they've given out? Yeah, you can you you, you can only have motocross uh, once twice a year. It's uh, correct. It, you know, correct. Good calls, Bob. Uh, good questions, Bob. Appreciate it. Nice call, Peter and Park X. Peter's on line one. Hello, Peter. Hello, Tony. Hello, Ernie. How are you guys? We're doing We're very well. well. Uh, listen, I'll leave you to uh, to Ernie. You ask your question. Okay, Ernie. Let's say Tony was a top prospect in the NHL. Okay. And he was going to come to Montreal and change the scene. There's a lot of reasons why Tony would not come, and you stated many of them, such as politics, such as the education system, such as the taxation system. How much of an effect 
does infrastructure play? And I'll give you one example. The Montreal Economic Institute and two other travel, um, traffic consulting firms put out studies recently saying that our traffic is on the scale of Los Angeles and New York. Would that hinder a player? I don't think it would hinder a player. People seem to want to uh, want to be in New York and want to be in Los Angeles. So, you know, it, it's the ensemble of the facts. And, and, and one, one good thing is we have a draft. So players are kind of forced to come here at first, and hopefully they'll fall in love with the city and remain here. Yeah, but when you hear, uh, like last year when, you, the, when the elections happened in Montreal, the municipal elections. Right. Denny Coderre was saying, former Mayor Coderre was saying that you're looking at around a 10-year period where Montreal will be up to international standards. I'm pretty sure, and I'm not an expert because I don't work in accounting, that a lot of uh, top talent, graduate students, uh, people in the entertainment industry and other various fields, hear that and they say, you know what, if it's going to be so bad, I'll go work in Gary, Indiana, where I'm not going to have to deal with traffic 24-7. Well, that's right, but 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 that's a lifestyle choice, and and, and it's very difficult, to, you know, to, to 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 sit here when we're when we're talking hockey, trying to figure out, you know, what the Canadians should do, shouldn't do, uh, and there's there's just too many factors that come to play because when we, you know when we look at, at at players and or you know corporate executives moving from one jurisdiction to the next, there's certain tax equalization payments that are made to them to to, to make them whole when they come work here. So the, and and a lot of that requires an economic study. So you have to look at all the facts and, and, and all the things, and certain things are intangible, you know, like the traffic. You know, how do you evaluate the traffic? How do you mm-hmm. quantify, put a number to it? Kind of hard. The texter says, so if the tax benefit of playing in the U.S. on a $10 million salary average is about a million dollars, then it means that teams in Canada should have a higher salary cap. Yeah, well, that's we we came to that conclusion last year, but the yeah. NHL doesn't want to do that. No, because because it's not a tax based league. No, the NHL doesn't want to do that because the NHL would rather a team from the United States win the Stanley Cup than a team from Canada. That's quite possible, right? Yeah, you would have to think. You'd have to think. Um, if you have any calls at five one four seven nine zero one six nine zero, Alex, it's okay. Put them on the line. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. You're on the air. Alex, let's try and get to that call. So we're just having a hard time connecting. We're uh, we're in studio with Ernie Furt of uh, Fuller Landau, and we're talking taxation. Um, what about deferred payments? We 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 touched on we this touched before. On deferred, payments. deferred payments. You're still. You're still taxed. You take them out at a later date, but you're still taxed eventually. You can't get away from the tax man. You basically. can't get away from the tax man. No. It's unfortunate. Uh, others, um, getting tired of hearing that players can gain extra income from endorsement deals in big markets like Montreal or Toronto. People uh, speak as if they're worth millions. Well, maybe, well, hold on. Maybe you can get more endorsements if you're a hockey, Canadian hockey player playing in Canada than you are Canadian hockey player playing in the United States. Depending on where you're playing, I agree. And for endorsements and stuff like that, that you can set up a corporation if you want to. 
Okay. You can set up a corporation on endorsements. Okay. On endorsements because that's 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 a different type of revenue. You you, you know you you're you're working for yourself. You're working for yourself at that point in time, and and, and you're you're selling your image, whatever whatever it may be, to whatever company, whatever car company, uh, etc. That uh, it, that you're going to promote. That, that's that's not a selling point to a player. It's though, not a selling right? point. Because, it's I not mean, a selling point. That, the team would have to say to the player, by the way, you know what? You can make as much money as you want as long as you do it on your own. The player doesn't want to hear that. The player yeah. wants to hear what that team can do for that player. Players want to be taken care of. One more call. Let's go to Chris on line two. Hello, Chris. Hey, uh, Tony. There's something nobody brings up, and I was wondering uh, your, your thoughts on this, and I'll use um, uh, Ralph Radulov as an example. Um, I remember when he signed, the difference was not huge, monetarily speaking, right? If memory serves me well, he signed for $6.25 million a year with Dallas, and the Canadians probably would have had to pay about a million more per season yeah. in order for it to average out to be pretty much the same, right? A million, a million, a million four, a million five. A million four, a million five more. All right. Okay, and it's never really talked about, and I'm shocked because in Montreal, there's the, uh, it's, it's maybe an intangible, but... You're, you're kind of like a rock star, and the amount in advertising and endorsements, the, the opportunities like that, I mean, they're endless. You could probably make $8 million but, a year. But, but hold on a second, if I can, all right? And Ernie, you can weigh in on this. When P.K. Subban got traded from the Montreal Canadiens, the Nashville Predators, a lot of people said, wow, P.K. is going to be nobody in Nashville, and his endorsements are going to go down. I think they went up. They went up, big time. Yeah, kind of special let's let's i'm, I'm just saying i know like, but any like, ufa that you really make a pitch for chances are they're probably going to be special okay, i mean uh, carl Osner's not going to rock the you know break the bank with endorsement money no but tony could i just ask one thing you yes. might know the answer to this um, let's say the Canadians, is there something within the CBA or some kind of a law in the background that says cuz couldn't they sign a player and say well we're going to plaster your face uh, on on certain things, and we'll pay you more, and it wouldn't be considered salary. I mean, no. I may be getting a bit too specific, but well, you know what I could tell you, way? and and yeah. I, I, the, I think the answer to this is no. But you know what I could tell you? You know what happens in soccer when a team really wants a player? Let's just say if that player is an Adidas player or Nike, the team pays the player, and Nike and Adidas or whoever sponsors them will kick in the difference. So Nike will say. Uh, you know, Nike will say to Real Madrid, go out and acquire Cristiano Ronaldo from Man United. And if you do, we're going to give you this much money. I mean, because they're going to end up making it back in jersey sales. That happens. But in the National Hockey League. You, you, uh, how much you get for using a stick or a pair of gauntlets? No. Not not big money? No. All right. This has been... Uh, is there is there anything else that maybe that we haven't covered that... Uh, I think we covered quite... The gamut of things. Yeah. You know, we don't want to get into all kinds of nitty gritty, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we know the basics. Uh, unfortunately, we're at a disadvantaged position from a tax perspective in, in Quebec here and in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be mitigated partially, and we just have to try our best to get the best people to play hockey for our teams. But once again, the message that you send is do not make the players that come over Become end resident. up being a resident. Correct. Uh, make them... Because and if you're a young player with a lot of talent, mm-hmm. and you're and you're not making big money yet, consider becoming non-resident of Canada. Or What's Quebec. this? I got a text message about you in a hockey tournament or something. What is that yes. all about? Every summer up at a camp called Camp Canaret, there's a hockey tournament that they do in my honor, a floor hockey tournament. They do they do that for they've been doing that for about 10, 15 years. Now. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's fun. Floor hockey. Floor hockey. And that where is that exactly? It's in Mont Tremblant. Oh, Mont Tremblant. Yeah, it's a fun right. place. 
So when is that? Uh, uh, it's usually uh, first week August. First week of August. So you yeah. go down to Tremblant for go, a couple of days. That's what I do. Four hockey tournament. Absolutely. Drop the puck and uh, and hang out. That's pretty cool because it sounds like somebody who's, who's been there before. Uh, it got sounds a text like message. It. Pretty cool. Hey, so, since the last time I saw you, you look a little different. Yes. Huh? I I do. I I dropped a little bit of weight. A little bit. Well, you dropped a lot of weight, huh? Yeah, 105 pounds. 105 pounds in one year? No, since October. Since October? Mid-October. You dropped 105 pounds in about eight months? Yep. And how'd you do that? Just- Gastric sleeve? No, no gastric sleeve. I refused. The doctor suggested it to me. I refused. Okay. I did uh, no carbs. No carbs? No carbs. Basically a keto program. No pasta? No pasta. No bread? No bread. I'm allowed scotch and wine, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. A lot of steak, a lot of eggs, a lot of cheese. You know why you could eliminate the pasta and bread? Why? Because you're not Italian. Okay, you're right. Would have been harder if you were. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in. Appreciate taking the time. All right, my pleasure. All right, I really enjoy having him, and we're going we're gonna to be making it an annual thing now. Ernie Furt of Fuller Landau. We talked taxation with unrestricted free agency a couple of days away.